Hi, today I'm joined by Marcus Robinson from Microsoft. Hi, Marcus. Hi, Paul. Hi, myself and Marcus uh, met each other a couple of weeks ago at a tech uh, user group event. Um, and Marcus covered some really, really interesting uh, Microsoft technology. Uh, so I've asked him on uh, today just to cover a little bit about what he talked about and why that's interesting in the modern IT world. Um, but first, Marcus, if you want to uh, kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do at Microsoft. Yeah, great. Um, I'm a technical evangelist at Microsoft here in the UK, and I spend my time talking about DevOps practices um, and how we can improve the deployment process for software to both Microsoft Azure and using technologies such as Visual Studio Team Services and Windows Server. Okay, that's great. Sounds, uh, sounds a wide-reaching uh, remit that you've got there. Um, so one of the things that you talked about at the Tech News Group meeting I attended that really caught my attention uh, was containers. Um, and for just some of the people who might be listening to this, why are containers something that's such a, a hot topic in, current, uh, in the current IT industry? Uh, and why are containers interesting and why should we be interested in them? Yeah, absolutely. Containers have been around for a little while now, especially in the sort of Linux um, operating systems. Um, but just recently with Windows around um, containers in the Microsoft ecosystem, um, containers um, bring a lot of advantage to the software development process. They um, enable us to have a higher density of applications on one server operating system. Previously, with virtual machines, we'd have one server operating system per workload, potentially, whereas with containers, we get um, a, a better density um, because all the containers will share the same host operating system. Um, so that's sort of one great advantage. And the other thing is for developers, you know, when they develop a container on their machine and um, they create a container image, if that image is then deployed elsewhere, it should run exactly the same as it ran on their machine. Okay, and, and so that for kind of ease of deployment, ease of movement, um, you know, that, that, that's a really powerful thing for the developer community, I take it. Yeah, no, absolutely. When we're talking about DevOps practices, we're looking at, you know, one of the things we're looking at is minimizing the time between when software is, is written, when you know, code is committed to a repository, to the point where it actually gets out and into production. Um, so anything we can do to speed that process up is beneficial. Um, so containers really lend themselves to that because once the developers committed that code and, you know, the Docker file, you know, in, in, in the instance of Docker, which we might talk about a little more about later, um, that image is created and then can be automatically you know, provisioned into production. That's great. So, um, well, well let's, actually, let's talk about that now because you mentioned Docker in there. And obviously, for anybody who kind of pays attention to the IT industry or, like ourselves, maybe works in the technology industry, Docker's a, a really hot topic. You know, it's a name that lots of people will be familiar with, as is kind of containerization. And, you know, we mentioned uh, mentioned the uh, hot IT word DevOps as well while we were talking. Um, and a couple of weeks ago at MS Ignite, obviously Microsoft gave the uh, full announcement for Windows Server 2016. And one of the, the really interesting things that are part of Windows Server 2016 is support for Docker. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is and, and what that means to a, a Server 2016 infrastructure? Yeah, no, absolutely. So when containers were first being created for Windows Server, there was sort of two types of containers, um, Docker containers and PowerShell containers. So if you're a Windows admin, hopefully people are familiar with PowerShell. Now, Docker is an organization that um, one product they develop, which is open source, is the Docker engine. Um, and we could then manage containers either using the Docker engine or PowerShell. But if we created containers using PowerShell, we couldn't manage them using the Docker, Docker commands and vice versa. So 
Microsoft have made a decision just to stick with Docker because it's becoming sort of an industry-recognized standard. Um, so in Windows Server, we have the Docker engine, um, which means that we can create containers, manage containers and container images using the exact same commands that you would, you know, using Docker with a Linux operating system. Yeah, this makes it much easier for people to you know, pick up and get going. Yeah, and that sounds like the really powerful part of this. So from although these containers are going to live on the Windows Server platform, actually to your developer who's used to working with Docker and deploying uh, kind of Docker containers, he's just going to see this as kind of another place to pop his uh, his Docker stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, the point should come where we don't really care about what the operating system is. It's you know, We choose the operating system which will run our you know, application um, and the method we use for deployment, you know, is identical, whether that be a Linux operating system or a Microsoft operating system such as Windows Server. We can, you know, there is a PowerShell module for Docker we can use if, if you're a Windows admin and you're much happy with PowerShell. You can use PowerShell to create and manage Docker containers and images, but as well you can use the Docker, you know, Docker CLI because it is Docker engine that is actually doing the hard work. And if you're a Windows Server administrator, actually, how, how does that um, fact that you're delivering Docker from Windows Server, how does that look to you? Um, as a Windows Server administrator, I guess there's a bit of learning to do um, because, you know, it's, it's different to virtual machines and things. You know, but so, you know, people need to, you know, get into learning about containers and Docker. Um, install the, you know, you can even run containers on Windows 10 now, which is a great place to get started. Get Docker and the Windows containers feature installed and fire up some containers and have a look. Um, you know, it is very much administered by the command line, so there's no really, not really any GUI to go and play with things. You know, some of the larger container orchestration technologies, you have web interfaces, but ideally, you know, because it's, you know, we, we need to be looking at automation, we manage all this via the command line. So one of the things that, I mean, I've looked at with uh, with Docker is that sort of a lot of the work we do in the enterprise, particularly places where they're predominantly Windows houses, that we're seeing that, that Docker ha is not necessarily, um, you know, not necessarily being adopted really, really quickly, because I think there's a little bit of a concern about that means I'm going to have to deploy some kind of Linux and maybe some things that I don't understand. Uh, are yourself and Microsoft, are you looking at this and thinking that actually making Docker an inherent part of Windows Server is going to help to drive the adoption for uh, for enterprises across the world? Um, I think it will. You know, can, there's lots of benefits to using containers. Yeah, it's not it's not the silver bullet. It's not the answer to everything. Um, but by having container functionality in Windows Server, it means that you know, applications that have both been running on Windows Server in the past and new applications you know, built to live on in the cloud you know, can be containerized and you know, we can take advantage of those things. So yeah, it is, the, it is a, going to be an important technology in the future going forward, and you know, enterprises um, will be able to, you know, will and and can use Windows Server in the same way as they would use any other for running containers. That's great, Mark. And I think, I mean, certainly with the, the presentation I saw you gave, I, I thought, you know, it was a, it was a fantastic um, and really interesting thing that Microsoft are doing in that space. And, and certainly personally, I think this is kind of going to uh, drive uh, adoption of containers uh, across enterprises hugely. Um, but if people are, are interested in what you talked about and are interested in finding out a little bit more about uh, containers in Windows Server 2016, uh, where's a good place that they can go and find out some uh, information on that? Yeah, there's lots of places to get started. You know, there's been a massive buzz around containers on Windows Server. Um, so, you know, I, I think first first thing is get a evaluation copy of Windows Server 2016. Or, you can, as I say, so you can use um, containers on Windows 10 as well. Um, the places I'd go for that, if you check out, you know, for lots of 
videos on how to do things, Microsoft Channel 9, so channel9.msdn.com. Um, there's a container channel on there, and there's the videos from the recent um, DockerCon, which are great for getting started. Um, also, keep an eye out on Twitter. You know, if you follow myself, and you know, there's Docker captains who are community, you know, people in the community are, are really you know, working with Docker day in day out and writing lots of good content. Get them followed on Twitter, um, and then you can see some great blogs which help you get started. That's great. And um, I mean, you mentioned Twitter there. Uh, I mean, what's a good way for um, if people want to get some more information from yourself? What's a good way of uh, following you, stalking you online a little bit? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm quite active on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at techdiction, T-E-C-H-D-I-C-T-I-O-N. Um, or, you know, people are always welcome to drop me an email at marobi, M-A-R-R-O-B-I, at microsoft.com. Um, and if anybody's got any interesting projects they want to get going on, on Windows Server that involve containers, you know, it'd be great to hear from you. Marcus, uh, that's brilliant. Look, really appreciate your time. I know you're a very busy man, got a lot on. Um, so appreciate you spending 10 minutes uh, just to kind of share some of the uh, some of your thoughts there on uh, Server 2016 and containers and, and whether important. Appreciate it. Thanks, Marcus. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed that interview. And if you've got any questions or you'd like any further information on the topics we covered, then please feel free to contact me. Leave a comment on the blog site find me on LinkedIn, or of course, contact me on Twitter at TechStringy. And thanks for listening.